Just put more energy into it and keep pushing. Yeah. And people always expecting me to be a fucking Superman. There you have to just also take things and do stuff that I necessarily not really want to do, you know? This is on Joe Statics calling everybody's fat and chubby. You know what, my, what is the problem with the fitness industry in 2023? Tell me. We got a man today that I think needs no introduction. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys tend to follow fitness and bodybuilding, then I believe he has needs no introduction. But we're here today with Joe Statics, and this is fucking crazy for me, bro. Because like I remember seeing your uh, your content when I first started posting things on Instagram all the way way back, man. You had the craziest alien gains. I just. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck yeah, is, is that, really, bro? This is cool for me to hear, actually, because I've never been to the US, right? I never really got in touch with the people like you in like one-on-one. Uh -huh. And uh, then many people, they keep telling me, because I'm so long in this industry already now, that they're like, dude, like when I first did start with my stuff, I've seen you already, like how you did all these things. And then I'm just like, what? So I also like Noel Diesel, for example, he also told me like, he always watching all my stuff always. And like also people got motivated and inspired through this. <laughs> And that's really cool because that's all I always ever wanted to do, mostly. It's all about for me to motivate and inspire people to be their personal best, to keep pushing. Like, I don't know, whatever you do, just put more energy into it and keep pushing. Yeah. That's a good one. I stand by that too, bro. I feel the same way. I remember some of the three biggest inspirations that I was watching was uh, obviously Z's, of course, and then uh, Matt Ogus and Callum Von Mager. And I remember every time I watched their videos, just like, all I liked doing was watching them do reps. That's it. That's all I needed was to watch them do reps. And I was ready for the fucking gym. You make a good point because like nowadays we don't really do these videos. I'm, at least I don't do it because I was like, fuck, no one wants to see this shit anymore. Like me just in the gym training casually and just pumping out reps, pumping iron, right? Like sweaty. And uh, I thought it's kind of like old now, but actually... We should do motivation videos also. Like, let's say just you and me in the gym and then also make a one, two minute. You remember back in the days then when you watched these guys, Matt Ogus and stuff, that is like legend of aesthetics. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this one from from Matt Ogus? Like way, way back when? Way, way like back. He back did this. He did this as a brand like legend of aesthetics and stuff. This was also the era when I came on, like when Jeff Side was quite big. Mm -hmm. And uh, Callum Formogo obviously was there, but this was like, I've seen this, like the rise with his first video with this rock music and stuff like on YouTube. We remember this one where he was kind of like pictured as like this new Arnie that's coming in. And from there, I just saw his career kind of also skyrocketing. Yeah, I've been in this industry now since, since so long, let's say since 2004. 15, I was already watching all these influences and stuff. And back then we also, we had like Sadiq Hasovic, right? We oh had my like God, bro. Dude, I just, I watched so many videos of Sadiq posing. I copied all my fucking poses and made my own poses from him. And I'm pretty sure I won my pro card because in most of my last shows, the judges said I had the best posing and stage presence. And I'm just like, it's because of Sadiq. That's you why. make a fair point. Yeah, man. Also, I even have to admit, bro, I didn't ever think about this, but yeah, he was the reason I didn't have my legs straight. He was always having them slightly like uh, tilted, not tilted yeah. or like bent. And I thought it looks better. Yeah, Sadiq also, this this was, was driving me. And then obviously for me, I had um, other people in the game like Andre, do you? Mm -hmm. Like also yeah, this yeah, yeah. big, big inspiration, you know, like so like when we've been all on this grind, right, we had different kind of... Um, people that inspired us mm -hmm. or like role models like yeah where we wanted to be right 
Mm-hmm. I was going to ask this later, but honestly, it's in my head right now, bro. I just want to say this. I think like, I don't know if you're considering competing again, but bro, I think you should compete in classic. Your yeah. physique is crazy, dude. Have you seen your back double buys and your, your fucking vacuum and your leg? Dude, I, you, I, I, I don't know what your invents are bro. I know, bro, but the only problem that I have is really my, my hamstrings, bro. What? Like my legs. Yeah, you will now. <laughs> everyone's laughing. No, bro. I swear to God, like, if you put me on stage, we talk about stage now. It's like, I was measuring also one of my mates. He didn't win his pro card three, four times already. It was very close always, but his quads and like legs and overall measurement was a good amount bigger. And I wouldn't even consider him having the biggest legs. I swear to God, always in class, he would get smoked nonstop from the guy with these chunky ass fucking horse legs next to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if, and then they put this, this dude exactly next to me, the guy with like, I have good quads and in the videos and all that. It always looks really good, I admit. And I have good angles, obviously. I know how to record these things. But if I do the side chest and like some poses, you get me just a back double bicep also when I have like these posing trunks on for a back double bite, then you will see there is just a, a, a sweep is missing, a tiny sweep is missing. And that is just like we talk about an artist again, right? So even in, in men's physique or whatever I was competing now, I didn't really feel 100% comfortable the way I did it. Right. So let's say also like you are you're building this masterpiece of your body and now you're working on this and now you just want to show it off. But now you want to win a pro card, but you yourself don't even consider yourself to be so ready yet for it because you see these big flaws on the masterpiece. So you're like, hey, chill, it's not yet ready to show the public. You have to work harder and develop this further first before you're ready. But difficult point because now these people always just get bigger and bigger. Classic has a weight limit, obviously, but... Yeah, the coach that I'm currently with was just telling me like the other day that like, honestly... If you look at men's physique right now, a lot of these guys, if they had legs, would probably not even make it weight in classic physique. Because yeah. their their body, yeah. their upper body is just proportionally I, bigger. I'm, I'm not joking, bro. It's really, people, they look at me then and they say, why don't you have a pro card yet as men's physique? And then I'm like, so I look like this basically like since five years, almost now. I, I have never improved much. I have never like downsized much, you know, yeah. it always in, and people always expecting me to be a fucking Superman. You know why? Because I'm using literally just like TRT or like one CC every 10 days. I can say that, bro, like 250 tests once every 10 days, split up in two for every five days, uh, 0.5. So that's what I'm using. So I'm using the spare minimum of, of, of something and then people say, yeah, he's always so ripped and he's always so shredded. But did, do you ever think about people losing muscle? You know, it's possible. You can just too much diet and get skinny from fucking dieting, you know? Like, exactly. Like, and so people, they're like, oh my God, then he was on stage and from the pictures didn't look the same. Like, yeah, man, because I was pushing so hard, dehydrating, getting like into the best condition that I could possibly get in the short amount of time that I had. And then people would be like, oh, he's not that big. Yeah, but I also don't take all, a lot of stuff to be big like this. Or I also... In general, like, how can I say, I have a good size, but when it comes to stage, there you have to just also take things and do stuff that I necessarily not really want to do, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of everything. Yeah, yeah. At least for the pro the pro stage now, when it comes to something like classic physique or even, I mean, of course, open bodybuilding, there's, there's a lot of things that, I was talking to, you know, Vigor Steve right in the last podcast as well. He was saying a lot of... Like GH and insulin in combination makes a sig- can make a significant difference, and those are things that I'm also 
not comfortable doing as well. Um, it's, but, it's more so that also know. in men's physique right now, these guys, they are really big. So let's say in Asia, mm -hmm. where I was competing in, in Thailand, right? And so we have a lot of people from the Middle East that can come, like Iran and all these countries. And these guys, let's be honest, like if they also don't take anything, they have like 900 tests. You know, like there's a big oaks of men, mm -hmm. just these kind of like uh, Arabic people. Like right. these guys are also like, uh, or like Lebanese friends that I have, like they have really also good genetics. Some mm -hmm. of them, like look at Hadi Chopin, right? Um, Persian, really good genetics. And so these guys are generally already big. And I'm a blonde dude, skinny guy, actually, you know what? You know, like, so I, I'm, I'm not having the thickest wrists, you know, so right. there's, I'm not that, maybe not even about genetically so gifted that I would be a big bodybuilder. Maybe this is my a good size for me. Yeah, but you know what uh, you know what my coach says and that I agree with is that that having what you have right now allows you to have phenomenal shape. That's what allows you to have such crazy proportions. And so that's why I think you would do amazing classic. Dude. I could, I could, I, let's be honest, there's so much time still left and I don't actually want to like close doors or something and I don't want to open them. Let's see what the future brings. Right. Yeah. And then like, if I feel comfortable or like if mm -hmm. I ever consider to work, I should maybe work with a coach, get some kind of an off season then, you know, because I'm always in shape kind of. That's exactly. Yeah, dude, that's, that's the main reason that I think that you and I have, have this issue is because you and I, especially you for, for, for the last five years, me for the last, I'd say three, three and a half years try to stay as shredded as possible. Like you're literally just telling me about how much cardio you were doing and how much you're dieting right now. Bro, of course we're not going to grow. No matter what we're doing, we're not going to grow. You know what I mean? You, you have to eat. No matter what you're taking, you have to eat if you want to grow. And funny enough, you know, like I'm always in the gym and I'm trying to find fucking like, yeah, these techniques, you know, no, no, I need just a better technique in the gym or I need to do something different in the gym. Also, like, like maybe more heavy, maybe more weight, maybe more concentrated, more focused, you know. So, or like back in the days when I was natty, there was no roids or something to take. So you would just be training and thinking about like, what can I do in the gym yeah. to make this all work better and like, like grow me better, you know, because let's be also real. There's no real recipe. Like that's what you got to do to grow muscle. It's like people also look at me training now and they think, mm, Joe's not training that super heavy and stuff like, mm, but maybe... It's the intensity and the overall workload and all this stuff that makes the muscle growth as well. So we have no recipe that you say, you do 10 reps with a weight that is, I don't know, with a weight that you can lift 10 times mm. and that's your failure. And you know what I mean? So you said like in a book is written, that's what you got to do to gain muscle. And we don't talk about gain muscle, we talk about gain muscle in the most effective way, like the most amount possibly, right? That's what everyone wants. When you train, like you want to grow yourself, then you want to do something in the gym that gives you the maximum results. Mm -hmm. If you've ever listened to Andy, Andy Galpin, everything that he says comes down to one one thing that points out that like if you're training for performance, then there's specific programs that you could do, specific things for say strength, for power, etc. But if you're training for hypertrophy, there's a long, there's a big wide range of different things you could do that all will contribute to hypertrophy in some sense. So when I listen to his shit, it all seems to come down to time under tension. 
like as long as you have a good intensity, if you continue to have time and attention, whether it's higher reps or low reps, heavier weight, but like a much longer eccentric, two seconds eccentric, three seconds eccentric, four seconds eccentric, it almost doesn't even matter how many time, how, how, how long your rest is between sets, as long as you're doing the same amount of volume. But if your rest is five minutes instead of two minutes, you're going to be in the gym uh, like over twice as long, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So nobody really wants to do that. Mm-hmm. But basically everything he says just comes down to like, when it comes to hypertrophy, only size, and you don't care about anything else, you can really do like any combination of shit that you want to do, as long as you get enough work in. There, there's also this this point. Look at it from this perspective. This is what I always say um, when it comes to natural training versus enhanced training. But it, somehow they are still similar. So for me, it's like okay, I give you a training plan now, and then people ask me how should I train, and I say like how long you train, blah blah. Upper body, lower body split works for a lot of people. If you adapt the upper body, lower body to your current physique level and level of performance and all this, you know, you always have to just adapt it to um, the load and everything that you like, how skilled you are, what level you are. So we train upper body, lower body because then we do it very often. We train high frequency, but not so high volume because the human body is super adaptive. Let's say, for example, you are now um, starting a new job and in this job you got to wake up at 5 a.m. And then in the beginning you'll be super tired always. Like, and at one point you get used to it. Like your body gets used to it. Your body gets used to it. You, you, you get me? So I believe also the more practice you get, the more you are training. For example, if you do chest once a week as a beginner or you do upper, uh, full body workouts, and like how much practice you get from these actual movements, how many times you are actually contracting these muscles and stuff. Like you, you get me from this perspective? That it's also about the body is very flexible and adapts to whatever we mm-hmm. kind of like situation we put them in quickly. So how about we just don't focus on like completely destroying everything always in one training, but we like Coach Greg always said we like tick 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 we break it a bit and then we let it heal. Yeah, kind of in yeah. this this extent. So like there's um, overtraining is also probably difficult to reach, but I believe in high frequency, lower volume training. Lower volume totally or just lower volume per time? Per, per lower volume per time, weekly okay, volume, okay. yeah. And what you said makes also, is that, that was is also my approach and makes perfect sense. Like kind of hypertrophy can be reached in many ways. Mm-hmm. But there's certain things that you can do as a performance athlete because look at some MMA fighters whatsoever. They are chubby, but they have so much more endurance light than you and me. They can outperform us easily, but they still have a lot more body fat. So you can be fit, but fat, but you can be also shredded, but <laughs> super unfit. You get me? You can be shredded and just walk up the stairs and be done. This is on Joe Statics calling MMA fighters fat and chubby. No, some, yeah. like some, some of these fighters are not in this body shape as like um, fitness athletes are. Yeah. But they're much Nobody's fitter. in the same shape as you though, bro. <laughs> Josh Reddick's. <coughs> yeah, I try hard, actually. Bro. I always try hard. You don't understand how much work it is always taking me. It's really difficult to do what I do. And like, I, like people I, always take, they say just, you just take some shit. And I'm like, how is it then even possible if my blood works always really good and I'm just looking the same pretty much. And I'm, 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 I'm not doing fancy stuff. Like I said, mm-hmm. maybe I'm here and there at 100 Primo or something. But people are always thinking like this dude must be on like Winstrol and Tran and whatever the fuck I'm taking. And I'm just like, I don't think it would be sustainable for that long pyramid, uh, period of time. It's not. 
actually, this is one reason that I totally relate with you because I think out of, I can't really think of, I mean, I don't know what else everyone else in the industry does, but longevity, bro. Yeah. But when I think about what you do, like, I feel like you and I did similar things and you were telling me about, you were talking to me before the podcast about like how you saw me like growing really growing a lot and like exploding on social media and then it just suddenly stopped and stuff. And you were suspecting that it might've been because of like those two or three posts that I got taken down and stuff. And like, yeah, I, I did post a lot of risky shit because I just do. But, uh, in my personal opinion, a big portion of it was for me doing what we do, staying as short as possible, uh, and trying to post those workouts as many times a week as possible. And then you're spending a lot of the time potentially editing yourself because you are a perfectionist and you want it to be exactly how you want. And other editors don't know your vision. Like I had no family time, no friend time. And at one point my, um, at one point, plus I'm an endomorph, right? And you're, I'm assuming you're more of an ectomorph. So I I was like at one point really starving myself. And, uh, my, I found out that my, um, my, uh, T3 crashed. And then later I went home to my family for Christmas and saw my mom was prescribed uh, T3. And I didn't know that it, that it even ran in my family. So dieting that hard was definitely not a good idea for me, mm. but longevity. Right. And Wait, then you, one, one thing in between that's for you guys out there also like Nile is the first person that ever came up to me at this party. And you acknowledged the fact that you said like, bruh, you've been doing one, you've been doing these swipe videos and you've been pumping out this contest, er, er, content every fucking day. And like, <laughs> it's, it's no one understands how difficult it is to give you guys like swipe videos, like eight videos or whatsoever, like in every fucking day, bro. And like having good stuff, cool stuff, looks interesting and all this is, is very exhausting, man. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, like you have so much ammo, right? I have, let's say I take hundred videos so I can do 10, 10, 10, 10, posts or I can split it up more. You have so much ammo and you burn yourself out if you're doing this too much. Like you said, I've been dieting and I was shredded, tried to keep up with this content somehow. And um, mm -hmm. it's, that is not good. Like it's, it's, it's that you have to slow yourself down. It was good what you did at some point, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Joe and I met at the, uh, for the first time at the Young LA one mil celebration this last Friday. Yeah. That was a sick celebration, bro. Everybody got fucked up, dude. <laughs> it was really, uh, it was really crazy organized crazy. event also. Like I have to say, yeah. man, like with the entrance, everywhere was young LA and stuff. Like shout out to Gary. Like these yeah. guys have organized a really cool event. The speech was crazy also. Like was a very good energy at this party. Yeah, it was great energy. It was great energy. Everyone was so nice and fantastic. And it was such a good time. Were you there when uh, James, James blacked out? Nah, I, 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 you know what I did, bro? I went and I went down. I wanted to go down real quick. And then they said downstairs, the elevator doesn't go up anymore. Oh, shit. What? Yeah. That was like one thirty in the morning. So, yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That sucks. Damn, dude. Well, I got a funny ass story to tell you. I don't think I probably shouldn't tell it on this podcast, but it's so, <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Oh, shit. What happened? <sighs> you mean at the bar? Huh? You just cut it out. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to. Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to. Basically, basically uh, James didn't remember what was... James didn't remember. Like, so you don't the need night. to mention the name, let's say. You can say a person. <laughs> <laughs> now you're <laughs> just kidding. Right? If you wouldn't have said James, but no James one noticed. Smith. No. <laughs> yeah, Smith. That's a good one. What happened to James Smith? He thought he thought he got... He thought, you know, he blacked out, so he doesn't remember anything, and then he... 
asked his uh, his girlfriend, like, you know what happened? She's like, no, you just can't handle your alcohol. And he's like, what? That's not like me. And then later on, um, <laughs> later on, somebody texts him. He's like, oh, bro, you, you, you got out of the, uh, the hole. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to tell you the rest of the story later. You know, also for me, funny, I met some other person <laughs> at this photo shoot. And then I, I meet this person and I'm like, yo, hey, bro, what's popping? And he's like, finally, I meet you, bro. And I'm like, I met you at the party also, bro. And he couldn't remember. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, people were drinking a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back to the uh, the shreds and posts and stuff. Yeah. Um, dude, yeah, I agree with you. It's so exhausting. Plus the way that I, I think the reason that my stuff was popping off is because I had like one thing that was different about mine. Um, I just really like to create mine into like music video montages mm -hmm. rather than just like the exercise wipes. Just because back in my day, I was so motivated by YouTube music video montages. I'm like, why not put it on this new platform like TikTok and stuff? Yeah. And it seemed to work. So I was just doing that all the time, but the problem is I'd spend like six to eight hours like, yeah. on the edit sometimes this, because I was like a perfectionist about it. And and then at that point, that's when my um, my best friend passed away. And I, uh, yeah, there was a, a I, whole thing of like, yeah, we, we had to, we went to Arizona and went to the hospital there to to try to, he was on life support and all this shit. And it was like, it was a mess. But I, I remember something that happened, uh, like, um, I don't want to touch on it too too much, like, sorry for that loss, by the way, bro, but, um, yeah, I know that there can be also circumstances in your life that come at you nonstop while you try to just live your life, do your job and all these things, and uh, they're unpredictable. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think what I'm so impressed with you, though, is that, like, you're somehow still able to create, like you're so somehow able to still keep up your entire lifestyle. And I know you, you have a girlfriend now, right? Too, mm. right? Yeah. And you have a girlfriend as well, which is a huge responsibility and you're still posting every day all the time. <laughs> I, I swear. Yeah. One thing I can really proudly say that I'm the most consistent. It's like, there's, this is the only thing in my life that I was the most consistent about. Yeah. Just keeping the postings up. It's like also there's, if you look at the, the time that you have people at one point, you want to take a holiday or you just don't do so much. Like there is, this is a problem with this job. Like there's no weekend, there's no holiday. There's not even, there's not even Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because every day I'm having to create something kind of for for these guys and I'm enjoy doing it. I'm enjoy doing it. But like also people, they, they, uh, they stamp it off. Like also that it's kind of like easy whatsoever, you know, like, you know, as well best that we also make kind of money with this stuff. So as we give out so much free content, at some point we kind of need to maybe show a bit of an advertisement here and there. Because also, I, I like this stuff, for example. I like these things that I'm using, actually really, like Young LA, like we are both with huge supplements, mm -hmm. which is also cool supplements. So we enjoy using these products and uh, we're giving a lot of content out all the time for free. And that's like, it depends on what kind of content, right? Because there's so many brain dead things that you can just watch that don't give you anything. So social media is a very very difficult thing and most people they can't handle this well because they don't know what to look at you can look at social media and get really depressed and you can look at these things or these people that help you with your life and they keep you going and you know put you in some kind of direction so the way you're using social media is very important for your life and your own happiness and all that stuff and like we are out there and we are creating content like i say mostly motivating and inspiring or for me, what I say is when someone drives home at night from work and had a shitty day 
And then they open the phone and they see my content and then it puts a smile on their face. I win. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I think the one problem with that though in the industry and social media in general though is that I hate to say it, but it's true. There's still a lot of people there that aren't completely truthful or a lot of people that just don't explain what's going on. And so I think that's where the issue comes with social media and mental health is that it is a human tendency for us to compare ourselves to to each other. It's just it's just part of the game because you know, as a human Darwin's theory, you're competitive, you want to be the fittest for survival. I mean, in this day and age, I feel like that's just something ingrained in us that we have to realize, but it's not easy, bro. It's fucking hard. So, um, when we look at other people in social media, especially if they're not being truthful and they say like, for example, I'm just, uh, I'm only consuming duck eggs or something, then it hurts a lot of people and it hurts their egos as well. And it puts, you know, it, it puts down self-esteem and I, I, I just, I just don't agree with that if it's not through something that's truthful, if that makes sense. So all, all, that's, that's where the issue comes in. I believe. Yeah. And this is, this is a much bigger picture. Like this is much bigger than everything. This is the new world order kind of thing. Yeah. This is like, technically you want to just live somewhere on an empty Island on a fucking rock with no social media because you don't necessarily really need to see for your own joy and happiness mm -hmm. what other people around the world are doing. Mm -hmm. The World Wide Web just opened up this kind of thing for us. And I believe also, like, sorry to say, but I believe there's also some smart other humans, they saw the opportunity to say, this is really good to reach everyone and maybe kind of like manipulate them in some kind of way. And that's also what kind of probably also happening without us realizing, right? There's all these conspiracies, blah, 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 with all these mm -hmm. platforms whatsoever. So that's why I said, just be really careful how you use this because you can still use all this. Like if we are honest, you could be the next Einstein. There's all the knowledge in the world out there in the world. world, world. Back in the days, you had to go to a library to read books. Now you can read books online. It's like technically you could become the most smart man in the world just by surfing through the internet, right? And learning every day, mm -hmm. all day yeah. long. But you can also become the most depressed man in the world by just looking at other people's shit and like, oh my God, man, I hate my job, I hate my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. then just stop doing, looking at this shit, bro, and just start to think about who you want to be, kind of, you know? You mm -hmm. can also say, like, you have to create a vision for yourself. That's what I really believe. Like, if we look at these big, big people in this world, like Elon Musk and stuff, some like this guy probably right now, he has some kind of vision. Like, this is the bigger picture, what I want to reach. Maybe we don't really know all, but like, you have to believe in something greater. You know, you have to, let's say, this is my life story. Like, what do you want to do with your life? And honestly, like the older I get, the more I realize it's over kind of quick or it can be over with a blink of an eye. So you kind of have to try to just make the best out of it. And I believe also the only thing that makes us really happy is actually hard work. If you do something, if you are productive with yourself, then you also, in the end of the day, you feel good. You achieved something. You know, we, we like to achieve things. Yeah, I agree. But I think this is more, this is more for the masculine, more for males. Like testosterone yeah, yeah, makes good, hard work feel good. good. I think for females, good. it's probably more um, creating a family and then, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, okay, yeah, I'm not talking to everyone here then, okay? Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I hear what you say, definitely true. Yeah, I, I see this is true. Yeah, but ultimately, like back to the social media topic, you can use it in a fantastic way or you can use it in a terrible way. Yeah. And it's your choice. That's why I always say like, follow, 
these people and support those who you think are good for your life instead of like, yeah, mm -hmm. like you said, most people are not truthful. This is a big right. problem in this industry. And also, no, there's no way around this. It's a, it's a hard controversy because um, I also respect the fact that like if you can just do your best and be someone like show some excellence, then you can still inspire people. Like the one thing I do like about anyone that's been an inspiration for me in the past and even, I don't know, just, just some of the top athletes out there, no matter who you are, it's nice to feel like, wow, this guy is so amazing. Like maybe there's hope for me, mm. right? But the problem with this day and age, I think in social media and fitness right now is there's so many natty or nots going on and everyone's so concerned with what people are taking is that that is, that is destroying the, the, the aura, the aura of hope that had come out from the fitness industry in its initial creation. Now, when you see people like Z's or people like this or whatever, you're just like, wow, like, dude, this guy's such a sick hunt. Like, I'm like this bullied 12 year old kid. Maybe I can become someone like him someday. Right. But now it's like, oh, this guy's immediately taking GH steroids, whatever, all this shit. Like, I can never do that. Like, like, fuck this or something like that. Or this guy's lying about all this shit, you know, like, like I'll never be anything like that. And like, that's not, that's not the point, man. The, fin the point of the fitness industry is to help inspire and help bring people up to some goodness. You, you make a really good point, And that's why also I just talked about this Nadia or not stuff. For example, I'd like to more believe that these, like some people, they say they're not taking anything. I would like to believe it. Okay. Because you also have this, um, you must be able to dream, right? Like back in the days, everyone was looking at Schwarzenegger and like this drove that gave you the, the, the drive, this motivation that you, did you believe this is possible? And this is why you've been working so extremely hard. But now you already destroyed this dream because you say, ah, take something. So you you never get to this point where you work that hard. And you know what I think ultimately we, we talk about what this all is about? Discipline for people. Mm -hmm. That you yourself learn discipline for whatever it is in your life that you are doing. If it's now fitness, because ultimately only with the right amount of discipline, you can build the body. Only with the ultimate amount of discipline you can build a business and all these things. So you have to learn discipline and fitness is a really good teacher for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Asian parents were also a really good teacher for that. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, but this is also why I believe like the, uh, this, 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 how you, there must be rules, bro. Like this not, it's, it's, uh, freedom is good, but also, yeah, it would, it was never bad for someone like to get raised with like really like strict manners and stuff. This will uh, help you in the future in your life. How were you raised, if you don't mind me asking? Dude, I, I look back at your YouTube like a little bit ago. I saw you started with some biking videos. Yeah. Some yeah, I'm an bicycle ex, I'm videos. I'm an ex-professional mountain bike rider, actually. <clears throat> That's fucking sick. Like I did backflips, frontflips, 360s, like over sick big jumps, bro. Like I did over like a 12-meter gap, like backflip no hand, backflip tail whip. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing this stuff. And then I hurt my knee and then I started with my fitness journey. Ah, so it all happened with an injury. Yeah. Dude, fuck injuries, man. Uh, well, I mean, at least now you're here. <laughs> <laughs> See, so, um, yeah, so I was always into sports a lot. That's just me. I'm a, I'm a sports guy. <clears throat> mm -hmm. it, and there's also with fitness, you have to understand this is actually not, I'm also an adrenaline junkie kind of technically because with this mountain bike sport, what I did, if you do a backflip, 
there's something going on, you know, drive out if I can jump to a backflip. So it is also adrenaline. What I enjoyed, like this kind of rush. With fitness, you don't get that so much. When you're lifting weights, you don't really get the same feeling like you're bungee jumping. Mm -hmm. So therefore, there are so many other sports that you can do, which give you that though. Like, that's why I also don't think people should look at the fitness industry and always think about only with fitness you can have a really nice body or physique. It's not true, man. You can just be like a, you can play soccer or like football and you can still have a, go to the gym sometimes and you just have a super nice sports body. Fit. You get me? So, and then you can play basketball. There's so, tennis, whatever the fucking sport you play, don't be so, like, have the narrative that only fitness is the real one. Like there's so many other things. There are also a lot of uh, fun, you know, like fitness is fun also and lifting weights and stuff. But if you, I don't know, play some team games or like tennis and stuff, or like, like you get me, there's so many sports also. They en get enjoyment and ultimately it's all about for me, like activity, be active, burn calories, earn your food. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why I started lifting in the first place is I was such a fat ass dude. I just like to eat so much food. Like this has to go somewhere. I have to put this somewhere good, bro. I've <laughs> seen these old ass. pictures of you actually. Like, yeah, how was it? Like, you know, like you've been like a uh, more, have you been like overweight, right? In this extended. Yeah, yeah, I started overweight. So you've been slimming down <clears throat> from an overweight uh, <clears throat> body and then had, do you feel like this gave you more muscle or like easier? I think it did the opposite because I was eating in a deficit for 10 years. Yeah, I was roughly eating a deficit for 10 years. Sometimes there would be a little bit of surplus in there, but in my mind, I was always just like, oh my God, I'm fat. I need to lose weight. Oh my God, I'm fat. I need to lose weight. Kind of like a, like a lot of females experience. So I ended up just cutting down and then trying to build muscle at the same time. And it, it happened. I built some muscle while leaning out at the same time from the age of 12 to about like 20 and stuff like that. And then when I did my first show, I had like significant muscle and I even posted about it. And to my surprise, a lot of people called me out and they were like, no, no, <laughs> not daddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. There were people that were like, no, there's no way you were natty in your first show. <laughs> that fucking fucks me up, dude. How long have you been training on a natural level? I was training, uh, let's see. From 12 to, I don't remember when I took my first thing for that like third to last show. I think that probably was like 22 maybe. Mm. So that probably was about 10 years. Yeah, you see. 10 years, 9 that, to 10 years. That's a lot of time that you've been training naturally. Right. And I right. see it, I'm sad almost that now the, the industry, that's why like there was this video, the problem with the fitness industry in 2023. You know what, why, what is the problem with the fitness industry in fit, uh, 2023? Tell me. I think it's, it's, everything is so open. You know, there's all these things so? are so easy available. So for everyone to be out there and like back in the days, it's like, yeah, like you and me, for example, when you started fitness, you've seen big guys, maybe you thought maybe they take something, but how would you get even, how would you even get something? How would you even order like, or like get to these things to, to consume them? And now with all this TikTok and all these people, and then they all pushing like, yeah, you just take this, I take this, I take this. And everyone's like, oh yeah, it's okay. It's like, it's no big deal. I can just take something. You understand? Yeah. And so they don't, they don't, this is like, they start their fitness journey and already like two months in, they's like, now I need to take something. 
Mm. It's like, no, shut the fuck up, dude. You just train for a few years first, man, and, yeah. and learn how to train and then use something. But then like, I, I, had this, I had this argument with people before. They say, yeah, but I want to be super big anyways, you know? Like, I just get faster, I get there if I'd start now. Why should I wait? Yeah. yeah like, There's a lot of people. Uh, you hear me, so that's why I'm like... This is a, a bit of a problem nowadays because it, yeah. you see it everywhere. You get me? This is the same like, I don't know, rappers, they rapping about whatever like uh, liquids they're consuming and getting high. And then all these kiddies, they hear it, they're like, yeah, we need to do this, bro. Mm -hmm. You understand? Like there's so many things where you get manipulated and feel like that's what you, what that's, it's already accepted. We talk about some kind of like substances and, and they are not so... Not for everybody, you understand? Or it's not mm -hmm. so good. This is the same. You shouldn't take some kind of drugs and all these like prescriptive medications and all this stuff. No. You should also not take research chemicals like really and all this like just so right. easy. But people are like, yeah, but you, these guys, they all take it. So and, and this, I take anyway. And you know what I mean? They right. will say, Joe takes these things anyways, bro. Why won't you order it from me? I will sell it to you for cheap. And And then they give all these kiddies all these things and then... They wreck themselves and then, yeah, it's not good, man. This is, is a problem. That's what I think. Well, that's part of the reason why I changed my content that you and I were also just talking about before this podcast. That was a big reason why I decided to completely change my, my content around, completely narrow down my niche. Um, I took a big hit from that. Mm. I did. I took a huge, huge hit because there was a lot of people that were mysteriously like, I wonder if he's natty or not. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is what I was telling you guys earlier is that... <clears throat> What what, what what intrigues people the most in the world? What intrigues people? And that's that's mystery. That's that's fucking mystery, man. People are always curious, right? Curiosity is what makes people click. So if you're someone and you look amazing and people have no clue what you're doing or if you're on something but you just look fantastic, that's going to make people curious. That's yeah, going to make people interested and that's going to make people talk. Especially if you are like, people are like, it cannot be. And then mm -hmm. some are like, yes, it can be. And then these other guys are like, no, no, it cannot right. be. Like, And so this controversial uh, conversation is getting traffic and this is like, exactly. this is interesting. Like, And we love talking about space, right? Because we're curious. We don't know. We don't know what's out there, but we love talking about it because it's interesting. Now, I had somebody in my past, an influencer that I hung out with at one point. Um, I don't know if you know Denise Sepnar, but she was saying at one point she said to me, she was like, you have so much potential because you, you don't look too crazy that you couldn't be natty. You look like you could be natty. And so you have so much potential. And the thing is, the moment that she said that, even though I knew that was true, in my head I was like, I'm not going to fucking do that. Like, yeah. I, I, I I'm scared about talking about things, but I fucking feel wrong doing that because there, I could, I could decide to do that and, you know, go like, I'm not saying anyone's not natty or natty or whatever right now, but you know, like people love to talk about whether or not David Lee is natty or not. You know, it's, he's got but an amazing if, physique, but they, if, they love to talk about whether or not he's natty. They love to talk about even, uh, uh, um, uh, who were we talking about just a second ago um, with the, the blonde hair, super shredded? Mike, Mike Johan. Even, no, even earlier than like Z's era. Jeff Said. Jeff, Jeff Said, yeah. Like people love to talk about whether he's natty or not because it's a physique they'd love to acquire. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. For for Asians, I was, I was like there for a little bit. And 
Wait, you make a really good point. One second. You make a good point that you you look like this and that is a good amount of size, but this is still so controversial. Kind of, it could be Nettie, it could be on. And then this doctor word meant like you can just right. push this lane. But I think what you wanted to say is also that you have to live with a lie then, or you have to like kind of be comfortable exactly. to nonstop tell hundreds of thousands of people out there like, yeah, I'm Nettie. And that's the thing is I didn't want to live by a lie, but at the same time, I wasn't taking anything crazy. I was doing exactly what you were doing. Mm. Um, the, when I was blowing up with the content and swipes I was creating, that's where I realized that I had really, really low test. I figured out things through my blood work. I found out I fucked myself up through orals. I was losing money. I was losing muscle consistently over the course of that year after my show because I had sub 300 tests mm. and I couldn't figure it out. Finally figured it out and I started TRT for the first time. And when I when I built my my body back up, with TRT and having that testosterone support, especially while dieting so hard, because if you diet hard as a natural, your testosterone is going to plummet. Yeah. But with TRT, I was allowed to keep a really good testosterone level while dieting really hard. My physique always looked like on the precipice of whether it was natty or not. Yep. Yep. I and agree. that's a very aesthetic look for a lot of people. Yep. And so I actually enjoyed doing that for quite a long time. And so I did that for like three years. And then here or there, um, there was one point that I talked about too, where I added Primo and Mass together. And then there was one more point where I added 24 milligrams of Winnie and that would make me look even drier, which was really cool. But then people could start t being able to tell like, oh, he's definitely on stuff. He's an IFBB pro, you know? Um, the, the other thing is like, as you were saying, we can't live with a lie or I said it, at least I couldn't do it. But I also met Liver King and I thought he's natty and I... And he's, he stands there and like, yep. And I'm just thinking like, dude, like he, he must, you know, he, there's some people in this world, they keep lying to us and right. they, they looks like they have no problem with that morally. Or whatever. Well, I think this is what made me feel good is that when I was talking to my friends in San Diego who were very open about it, I felt like I, I felt like I had a community. Mm. Like I like when we talked about our problems or the issues that we were going through, when I was talking about how my testosterone was oppressed and I was fucked up for a long time, like that that fucking sucked, man. Mm. And so when I was able to talk to someone and someone was able to help me through that, I never felt any better. And so I think that's where I realized like, I'm willing to give up feeling like a feeling like this special being and let my ego go for the sake of instead just opening up and telling people how dangerous this stuff is, but also how much, um, doing my blood work, realizing where my hormone level was and then jumping on TRT really helped me personally. That just, that's just, I just wanted to tell my story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can. I feel you big time because I'm also living this life. I always got into problems because I'm too honest. It's like I always told people how it is. I talk. I told my parents things that other kids would hide. Like mm -hmm. I would tell everything, like things that are not good, or maybe that you just don't tell anyone. People, people hiding a lot of things, and I was always getting in big shit because I said everything how it is, and I was never making. Uh, I, lie, I always said, I want to be honest. Let's say maybe I was lying a lot when I was a kid, like a very like small kid still. And then I also decided like, I just want to be an honest person. So in, in these things, and there's some things where you, like you said, now you can be mysterious and stuff. Or at one point also, there's kind of like a pressure that builds up to you because you're like, hmm, yeah, but now it's actually not funny anymore because people are commenting and people are talking so much about all this. So I, in, to feel better about myself and get some kind of relief, I should just tell my story so people know what's going on. And that's what you kind of then did. Mm -hmm. 
So for your personal like well-being, also mental health and all that stuff, that's probably a really good thing that you did. I I think so. Um, but you know, it kind of fucks it's still hard, dude. It's still hard to be open about that stuff. Uh, now that I am open about that stuff, it, it's like seeing like, for example, my engagement that's been down. I associate, I associate those numbers with my business. And so that also hurts as well. Mm. And it could have been just as easy, if not easier, honestly, if I just didn't open up about it whatsoever. But what I realized that's most fulfilling in the world, like that I wanted to do before I die, is I wanted to help people. I didn't want to just like be amazing to people. I didn't want to just like be a role model to people. Like I wanted to help people because the the things that helped me is like, yeah, Manogus inspired me, you know, this person, Jet, like Z's inspired me. But what helped me actually get through life was watching more Plates' videos, was watching informative videos on dieting and nutrition and health and blood work. It was, it was just all those videos that came down to health and wellness. And that's why I created this podcast is because, yeah, I'm going to talk about PDs, but I also want to talk about if you're doing PDs, take your glutathione shots, take glutathione, glutathione IVs, go to, go to yeah. the hospital, get three to five grams of glutathione IVs, potentially every four weeks if you're in a bodybuilding like prep or something. Uh, take your astragalus root, your citrus bergamot, the yeah. stuff that we now have with huge supplements that I was fucking pushing them to get. And they finally came out with, and it's, it's sick because now I can get them. Now I can get them for free from them. But you see also awesome, what, but. Well, one point that you kind of made is also you can do something that maybe is less like short term successful or like in, in some way not that like fancy, but is it good to do something? You go to a job that doesn't fulfill you and make you happy. Because now maybe what you do now with all these things is just more happiness. And also in terms of like the, the, the life that you live more fulfilling in this extent, you know, like let's say, yeah, you can be the shredded guy, more push these videos, pretend you are nerdy, right, for like three more years and grow yourself up. But maybe you're also kind of just mentally suffering along this road because you have the secret that you're hiding and stuff. And now that you're open about this and you just say, I want to help people and helping people is maybe also so much more fulfilling in some extent. So you have a, in general, more happy and amazing life. Well, here's the difference. Before I came open, it made my ego feel good. Mm. I felt great because my ego was up here. Afterwards, my ego is now down here. But... When people come up to me at a festival or people come up to me because they see me at the gym and they're like, bro, I watched your YouTube video about you coming open about PDs and it helped me so fucking much. Like I was going through this as well. That felt more fulfilling, not because it like made me feel good, but it made me feel like I was putting more into the earth. Yeah. You have an impact. Yeah. It just, I just felt like I was doing something that I regard as more valuable even though it didn't necessarily make me feel better as like a being, like it didn't make my ego feel any better. I, I hear you, but also I believe, so this is really good because this is something money can't buy. And the next thing also is now that you have experienced this and this, you saw both sides, you know, and you can work with it. It's good to experience both sides. You understand? Like maybe it's also very toxic if you just keep feeding your ego. Yeah. Maybe at one point it's good for yourself to take a hit, to be down there and just grow yourself back up, just stand back up and come back even stronger and better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't it's think it's... the right path, bro. I don't think it's a great idea for anyone to live their life on their ego or just li live their entire life on whatever makes your ego feel good. <laughs> I feel like that's a risky, risky path. 
And at some point, there's a high and low for everything. There's always a rise and a fall. Yeah. So. Um, Good point. Yeah. I mean, in general, like I would say fitness, like I say, it's very good to develop the discipline to just run your life as a normal human being. And that's why, like for me, social media is, is my job now. And I like to motivate and inspire people. And I like to look good myself. I like to work hard. Like you said, women are maybe like more different. Uh, that makes it feel good. <laughs> Very difficult to know what you can say or not say here in the US, man, because the US is also a crazy place I've never been. You know, like here's everything is I'm more wild and free and I have my opinion and no one can tell me I cannot say this, you know. I can do what I want, say what I want. Like that's what I feel like it's here more about. <laughs> <laughs> have you been traveling a lot? Have you ever been to Asia, bro? I have. Uh, I was lucky enough where my dad is a... Uh, He's a professor, but he was kind of like a traveling professor when I was a kid. So I was blessed to have the opportunity to uh, go to a bunch of countries in Asia and then also go to um, some countries in uh, Europe as well. Mm -hmm. So I haven't, I've, I've hardly been to any countries in South America or Africa, but I was, I went to a lot in Asia and a lot in Europe and it was, nice. it was mind, it was, it was mind opening and I think the most phenomenal experience for me was visiting the Philippines which is mm -hmm. where my family is originally from because that place is such a third world country it just puts shit you into see, perspective this, this is also good you know it's for the same as I feel right now I've seen all these things here in movies and now I'm here and I see how it really is and it really helps you to grow as a person if you go a bit around the world and you see more than just the city and all these things That's why if you have the opportunity also, I say everyone go out there and make as much experience in life as possible. It's a really good thing. And with the many jobs are these days remoteless, there's so many things to do in this world, right? Mm -hmm. To make money in some ways, travel. Yeah. It depends on, that's why I say always, I don't judge. People have different hobbies, things that they like, that they don't like. You can do what you want to do. And just let me do my thing. I let you do your thing. Kind of like that's what I have. Just respect some kind of laws, you know. Like otherwise, we have uh, anarchy here. <laughs> <laughs> There was a post that my best friend uh, shared with me uh, that I freaking loved. I just went with her to a EDC. Her name's Molly, and she's she does amazing things for for mental health. And she has this whole little Discord for mental health. Um, Anyways, I'm not going to go too deep into that, but basically she sent me a post that I posted and it was like, what's what's more important? When There was one text saying, what's more important, the journey or the destination? And then the other text responded just with the company. And I feel like that really resonated with me, mm. especially. Good point, yeah. Yeah, this, the, but ultimately, as an individual, you have to have a vision. How to make your life good, you get me? Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever you want. That's why I just start believing in yourself and just keep working hard towards these things that you want to achieve. Mm -hmm. And there also maybe it helps like having a role model that you look up to. Like you said, people came up to you and told you their stories and stuff that also helps, inspire, motivates you to keep going and do something. And I also just want to leave an impact in this world, kind of. I think that I think another thing that's really helpful for a lot of people that a lot of people may not have and it may be a hard resource to find for many people. But that's a mentor. Um, and, you know, that's, I think that's why it was really hard for a lot of new people in the social media industry is because we really had no mentors out there. We had no one to go off of. But I really appreciate you sharing with like, I see it all the time. You're always 
talking to people in the young LA team, like in the party, or you're talking in the young LA group chat, and you're always expressing like, oh, this is how I did this, or this is how I mm. did that, or check this out, man. And I really appreciate you doing that just in general, because I know you're putting out information out there and you're being like a mentor to a lot of these guys. And they're going to remember that. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, that. That's what I, I see shit online, bro. I swear I text people also. I'm like, I think you should do maybe a bit more like this or that. Like, or don't feel offended. Like, I just like to help people kind of in some way. Yeah. And that I, I hear you completely because I wish I would have a more kind of people that mentor me in my life. Honestly, that's what I was always look for because it's ultimately about who you surround yourself, who you can learn from. You want to be nonstop having people actually around you that have more skills or more wise than you. You get me like technically so you can grow yourself. That's what mm -hmm. I believe in. Also, like we have this one life. This is like one chance that you get. And then you're wasting it with playing video games or like we wasting it in the gym. But ultimately, it also comes down to who can grow themselves to the more strong and better and powerful and everything, more happy, lucky individual. You know I mean? like, that's what I believe in. That's what we've been built for. You understand? We have to build ourselves into something and you can build yourself into anything kind of what you want. Nowadays, a lot of people just see social media and say, this is what I want to be. Back in the days, people said, I want to be an actor. You get me? So they build themselves up and they become an actor and all mm -hmm. these things. So that's why I also thought before with the vision that you have, build yourself. Yeah, that vision is real, man. I think that's why a lot of people like tattoos too. Not not everyone wants to do things this way, but I think for a lot of people who do like tattoos, it's like you when you envision that final version of yourself, these people just envision this version with those tattoos. And they're like, oh, I feel like this is me manifesting that, helping manifest that new version of me. If I just get this sick tat and start, yeah, start eating this sick diet, yeah, <laughs> probably there's so many things that help people also like gave them power. Yeah, hundred percent. I believe in something like that. I appreciate you guys so much. If you guys want to support the podcast, you can by uh, purchasing something from Young LA or Huge Supplements with code Nile or code Joe, and then His also podcast is code Nile. <laughs> code Joe's a good you get biceps like Joe. Use code Joe. Mr. Josthetics, tell us the truth. What is the alien gains? Is it really a crazy cramp that you can control? It's a crazy cramp that I cannot control. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it depends actually always on like how dehydrated I am, like not dehydrated, but just how less sodium is in my body. Mm -hmm. So I tried so many things because it's a cramp, right? So I tried all these things, magnesium, sodium, potassium, like what you can work with. Carbs, magnesium, sodium, potassium, electrolytes. So how the fuck do you make it go like that, like a piano? <laughs> then I actually don't do so much. Let's say I just squeeze it up. I tense it up, right? And I hold it. And then kind of the longer I hold it, the more it's going to like do it because I, I, I shorten the, the fibers. Okay. And then when I now extend them, you can do it maybe. Oh my God, dude. And I extend them. You could like do it on command. <laughs> no, I just, you saw, I just prepared it kind of. I flexed, I hold it, and then I can do it. So but you didn't even mess with your electrolytes so no, this time, right? So no, no, I'm, um, kind of, since I'm here in LA, like I also like, I did a lot of cardio and my, my food intake is a bit, it's a bit not regular, you know, like I don't know how much salt I really have and I drink all You're trying Gatorade. to stay dry. Um, no, it's, I'm, I'm thinking I'm just having not enough sodium actually. And because I'm drinking all these electrolyte drinks, they haven't, so I'm, I'm drinking a lot. I'm peeing out a lot. Anyways, so I've, I shorten these fibers. Right? And then as I rapidly extend, 
they cannot extend as quick the muscle fibers. Okay, hmm. so I extend them and then they start to ripple because they kind of they, they start to extend. Holy fuck! Yeah, so that's just like that. But it's also it would happen, let's say, here on my arm. So, for example, if you look there, and I'm just squeezing it, you see. Holy shit! I don't know if you saw it, but yeah, it's kind of everywhere. Every fucking muscle that I would have can do the flicker, bro. Dude, that's crazy, bro. Like, literally every single muscle, you understand? Like, it's all rippling. I do do not have that. (laughs) Definitely. I would hope to kind of have a solution for this, but you know, there's also one more guy, Uzoma Obilor, he's in Las Vegas. Yeah, I saw that. And he he even been on TV and stuff, and they had doctors, and they couldn't really figure it out, kind of. I don't know, it's called rippling muscle disease. Yeah, that's just it. I find out I need enough sodium. If I just eat Burger King, bro, then I just don't have it. If I go eat sushi now with a lot of soy sauce, and I just don't have it then. We should go grab some sushi out of this. That sounds good. <laughs> Wait, you said it's rippling muscle disease? That's what I think they call it, no? It's a disease? <laughs> That's a cool disease. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Fuck. I feel like the only place I've ever seen that happen is my neck for some reason. Like, <laughs> I do curls too hard and then my neck goes like fucking spazzing and then, oh. <laughs> and then I end up looking like I have Tourette's. <laughs> It's, it's that's a it's not a good disease. I think I think actually more people have it. They just don't know as well. You know, it's the same. Like there would be the best basketball player in the world out there. He doesn't even play basketball. This yeah. person, you know. Imagine if you uh, were on stage and you did it in your glute spread. <laughs> <laughs> I have video where I do it in my leg, in my teardrop. I have it. Yeah. Uzoma, I think this guy Uzoma Obilor, he's also natural. So people are like, that's just happening because it takes steroids. No, it also had had it before. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that has anything to do with steroids, bro. No. No. Yeah, but that's <laughs> what people, people say. Well, that. well, people say that's only happening because you take so much stuff. That's so silly, bro. It's like hey. it's like vacuuming. I believe like you can practice it, but most people really have the genetics for it. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't really have the genetics for the vacuum, but I've been practicing mm. it. It gets a little better. It still looks like shit because my fucking rib cage is a triangle, not a semisphere, and then. And then I, I don't think you could do this, but I can flip my eyelashes inside out without touching them. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's I people can, like, do you I know you can do the t- like the tongue? No, but the tongue, you can turn your tongue and all yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Some people that just can't, or like I can turn both ways the tongue. I can't like, like halfway. So there's some kind of like genetic things, no? Yeah, That's dude. what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like this one. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> or, or like the flower tongue, right? Wait. Yeah, I cannot do that. Like what? So yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Oh fuck, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, there's so and so many things. Like yeah, I think uh, genetics. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot, people don't realize. You know, back, it was it was honestly. sad for me back in the days when my mom came up to me and she's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed, man." I'm like, "Yeah." She said, "Her friends that work in a hospital." They told her, like, I'm injecting some kind of nerve poison. <coughs> That's why it's doing this. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm like, you think I would inject something into my chest? And like, like, what the fuck? It's like, if you would, like, by the way, if you would want to know how it works, you never ask me. You know, like, you just heard an opinion by someone else. And they said, this is how your son does it. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. They went, because in the beginning, they were not so amused about all this stuff. That's interesting. I want some nerve poison, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is this? What kind of nerve poison yeah. could that be that it would do this? So anyway, yeah, it's a cramp. It's a cramp. I can't control it. And it mostly depends on like, um, 
how my sodium levels are. So let's say I know that there's an event coming up. Um, I might just don't take as much sodium as I usually do, and then it just starts to cramp more. And if I want to Im like rapidly make it stop, I would have a bag of salt with me, and I just take some salt. Have you ever thought about, since you're dehydrated anyways, just doing it on stage? I did kind of do it on stage, yeah. I oh, did nice. when I squeeze like this and then I flex it, kind of did it. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but like, I mean, trust me, it's more about, I think I had this feeling where these judges look at me like, you think I'm cool with that shit, bruh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that wasn't, it didn't give me any benefit. But that's what people always yeah. said, like, do it on stage, man, it would be so cool. I think I have a video where it's happening on stage, but it didn't do anything for me. You, you know what that nerve poison kind of reminds me of? So... I was never able to grow out a beard. And then literally just a month ago, out of nowhere, I woke up one day and I looked in the mirror and I was like, holy shit, there's more density here. What is oh, going on? Yeah. And I was like, couldn't figure it out. Like, And then all these comments started popping on my Instagram. Like, oh, like this guy's taking super physical, logical levels of minoxidil. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, I swear to God, I promise. I, I've never taken minoxidil you know, once. And I thought I thought back onto it and, I, and then I realized there's this one product from Transcend HRT that I started taking and it's Tessa Morella and it raises my my natural growth hormone, right? And then I was talking to a Skywalker at the Young LA party and he's like, yo, if you've ever taken like GH, then uh, your fucking beard starts growing out more. And I was like, like your hair and everything right. starts growing, nails, fingernails, your eyebrows. Yeah, and, and I also take collagen too on top of that as well, which I'm sure helps. But that's where I realized like, holy shit, dude, maybe it's not just this magical number of age that I reached where I'm growing out a beard. Maybe it's because I started a... It's a combination, uh, bro. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A combination, right? But like, honestly, probably like an increase in growth hormone probably helped a little bit. Um, the funny story is that I saw when I first went to Thailand and there was this pharmacy and uh -huh. then I heard there's minoxidil tablets, bro. And the funny story is like that you say there was a guy, an Asian guy stands there, like he had these minoxidil tablets and he had like a full beard and he was like, yeah, man, these minoxidil tablets, they helped me so much with my beard growth. And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, I also want to take them. So I bought these tablets, used them for like one month or so. And then I start to got hair everywhere else, like on my fingers <laughs> and shit. And like, I'm like, oh, my God. And, and my, on my face, it didn't really do anything. So I just stopped. Also, I got always a headache. But just like I was actually starting also um, back in the days test because I wanted to have a better beard and all this. Yeah, yeah. it never worked really. <laughs> well, your beard looks pretty good now. Yeah, but now I'm 30 already, bro. And it's still... <laughs> He's gonna be a transplant. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? You know, the scene in Spider Man where he gets bit by the spider, and then the next morning he wakes up and he looks in the mirror and he's like, Whoa, he's like looking at his face and he's got some hair on there. And he's like, Looking at his abs, and he's like, I got abs now. And then he opens up his pants, he's like, Holy shit, that's <laughs> what it feels like, bro. I can imagine, yeah. It's also genetics again, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I would say. I used to grow out a mad Fu Manchu though before this, yeah. That's all that would grow out is the Fu Manchu. You have wild hair always also do. Thanks. Well, that's the thing is I wanted to create, like, I've always been a fan of like Leonardo DiCaprio and like old like 90s style and shit like that. So I really wanted to uh, have a middle part for the longest time. And then it started becoming popular on TikTok. And then I really wanted to get like long hair in the middle part. Mm. But guess what? I can't fucking do it because my hair is a fucking afro. Mm. So all I can do is Goku. <laughs> that's all I can do, bro. Still good. That's why bro. I do it. And you have, you have a very unique style, man. That's what I always Thanks, found dude. cool with this anime stuff. And this is really cool, bro. Well, that's what's so funny that like everyone's always like, oh, he's on steroids, he's on this, he's on that. Like you're taking like what kind of hair product are you taking? And I'm like, no, bro, you don't get it. 
my hair won't go down. That's why I do this hairstyle. (laughs) (laughs) I really, it's not because I use fucking loads of like hairspray or something. It's just, I can't, I can't even like slick it back properly without it looking like Albert Einstein. I didn't know it either. Yeah. I'm not even going to show you right now because I don't want it to look like that. (laughs) Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone just has different genetics for different things. We're just all weird like that. That's why I believe, for example, that probably a lot of these black guys are probably natural. Mm, yeah. They're just fucking Oaks. insane. Oaks, yeah. Just fucking just like creatures. Yep. That's why I say this. You should not always see people and um, immediately think it's not possible. I always believe you should be a bit more like, yes, I, I think that's possible. You know, like if, if people now tend to think small, you need to think big in this extent. Yeah. And maybe this also, like I said, it helps you in your personal journey. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot of people get a little hurt by seeing someone that they feel like, oh, like this guy's better than me. Like he's got to be taking something. But like, why don't you think, like, I think it's also, I think it's just more productive to think about the fact that like this person has put this many years of work in. You've had a completely different life, born from a different soul, born from a different family, born in a different era with different resources. Imagine if you started now to put in that time every day. Like, don't worry about how old you'll be. Like, fuck fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, you could be an amazing, amazing 50-year-old and some fucking amazing thing that you wanted to do. But, like, just start putting your time into that. You could be something astounding that you never believed that you could. Yeah, 100%. You can... This is why we come to this point. We can learn skills. We can basically learn any skill. And the longer we keep doing it, that's why people say also, like, hard work outperforms talent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the more I do, the more better I get. But maybe at some point it's just like you want to be a basketball player, but these guys are 210 and uh, like, uh, I don't know what is this in foot, like 10 foot. I don't know. (laughs) 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 I don't know how tall these guys are right in foot. Let's say 10 foot. And you're just five foot and now you're just too tall, you know, then your genetics are obviously not the best for being maybe this exact thing. Right. But you are just somewhere else really good. So that's also where you kind of, this is why you need to study yourself. You need, you need to look what you are good at and therefore you need to try a lot of different things also. That's why when you are a kid and you grow up and then maybe you're depending on where and what you, how you grew up, you just said that you get opportunities mm-hmm. to develop yourself ultimately. That's what I believe is all this life's journey about, you know. Some people start sooner, some people start later to go on this journey to develop who they are and who they really are and, and all these things. Many people, they never go to the journey actually, you know. So like then if you can study or like you drop out of school and like all these things that they forge you into the person that you are. And then um, that's why um, somehow genetics are one thing and that's something you have to accept. That's what you get. And then you now you have the like game of life. Now just play with what you got in the best way possible and again, build yourself up. Play with the cars you were dealt. Yep. And also you can still become extremely good in something that always everyone told you you could never be. Right. That is also completely possible because many things in this world are just really like skill dependent. You can learn and you be, can become really good in, in many, many things. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's like about, uh, let's say, mostly like brain work or like ga- like if it's not like physical activity or something yep. that is related to the... Um, to the genetics of your body, yeah, right? If it's about like how fast you can learn or like your IQ and all these things, there's gamers out there, like they can play these games like this. So there's so many things, but you need to go on this journey and study who, like what you can do. And people, they don't do that, man. 
mm-hmm. I believe. I think they should just follow their passions. I, I, yeah. Um, I'm nothing. I'm nothing special, bro. I'm nothing special at all. Um, wasn't ever really anything special. But my parents always wanted me to be an engineer. They always wanted me a doctor and an engineer, and that's all they wanted as an Asian family. Mm. And I wanted to like. I didn't know what I wanted, but I just. They just told me I couldn't. I couldn't be a tennis star because I wasn't good enough and I didn't practice enough and I'd always leave to go skateboarding with friends or something. They said I couldn't pursue music. Like they got me to play seven instruments, but they said I wouldn't be good enough because I needed to get to Juilliard and just, uh, there was too much competition out there out there. Then I started lifting and stuff and they're like, there's no way that you'll ever be a bodybuilder. Like those guys are too crazy. There's too much competition out there. And like, that's where like it broke my heart. And I was like, fuck you guys. I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you. And I realized like, even through all of this, like I got my engineering degree and all this shit, but I realized I had ADD during school and it was really, really hard to study and get good grades. But something I was good at, I'm not sure if this is related to ADD or creativity, but I could create good videos for some reason. I was able to edit good videos. And so I don't know what happened in, along the way, but not an amazing bodybuilder by any bounds or anything, but I can tell you, I at least created a career that was a lot more fun than engineering Yeah, 100%. by just creating those videos and following the bodybuilding passion and then trying also so you that's why i say or like everyone else will tell you this you need to take a risk early on in your life actually you should when you don't have all these responsibilities because i have friends or like some guys later in germany and they say but now i'm 40 and now i have two kids and i have a wife and i have a house payment and all these things that i have these boundaries responsibilities that can really hold you back in some way, you know? So maybe then you don't have time for experience or like developing the person that you could be because you didn't try, like your parents made you try seven instruments, you know, maybe you find out you're a super good musician. And like, if you don't try these things, you will never find out. So when you are still a kid and you get opportunity, you should try as many things as possible. also to find out what you like, what you enjoy, what you're passionate about and all this stuff. Ultimately, like I said, and there's also fitness is fitness and fitness is also CrossFit and all these other sports that come with fitness. And there's like, don't be too much only like one thing is okay. I don't know. I saw my English is not good enough to, <laughs> to say this in a different way. Don't be too one dimensional. Yeah. Like, and there's also sports, right? You can always be a sports guy. Like, that's why I said who you want to be. Like also you need to set a vision. I agree with that. Yeah. I think a lot of people can just try a lot of different things from a young age. That's why you have so much time. But then when you find the one thing that sparks you most or the few things that spark you most, then you can put all your energy into that. Um, just a disclaimer, by the way, guys, I do love my family and I'm very thankful for everything they did for me. So how old were you when you started bodybuilding? I mean, I got into lifting when I was like 18. Yeah. 18. Nice. It's a good age. Pretty 18 I was. Because I, but just just before that, because I started working as a bouncer when I was just 18 and then I got into the gym. And then I also met all these guys there and stuff like these guys on the on the, in the discotheque and the door, you know, bouncers like this. Are big yeah. Maybe also on something, you know. And then I first got into like, there is something, you could take something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like that's what i mean like you, you you find wrong friends be careful also who you hang out with you know this shit yeah. man, manipulates you in some ways you know that's why in the best case you have like you said good mentors uh, but if you have also bad people around you this can make you go different ways yeah your life can look very promising and then you take one wrong turn you understand that's why you also need to stay away from drugs and stuff yeah 
What's your diet like? It took me a long time to figure out my diet. Oh, I was very strict. I was working like a fucking machine for many years, weighing everything, having my six-pack food bag, you know, mm -hmm. these six-pack meals and just like having everything properly planned out until I reached this point where I just said, I'm too asocial with this. I cannot just, like, people would complain, like, you, you cannot just go out and not bring your Tupperware with your food and all this stuff. And I'm like... I could. I just need to do a different diet. And then I started to be more like, okay, I just eat whatever I want. And I start to burn more calories. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. And so I just try to figure this out. And then I try to figure out how I feel, what's my feelings, what my cravings, you know, like everything about how you kind of feel tells you and your body tells you perfectly what he wants. So I started to just try to, okay, how do I feel when I'm hungry like this? How, how much calories? Like, how does this feel when I have eaten like, like 3,000 calories per day and all this? Like, so I study myself. Study, 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 study yourself all the time. That's what is the biggest thing in fitness, actually, and in, in, in bodybuilding especially. Study yourself. This diet works for me. It doesn't work for you because your metabolism is different and all these things that are different with you because the genetics and the way you, you got raised and where you live and all these things make an impact. So study yourself and find out what works for you. Therefore, again, you have to try a lot of different things. Yeah, I think I think taking an elimination diet is a very valuable choice for a lot of people. Especially in this current age. Like, so diet, I believe it, if it fits your macros, bro, for me, this is good. But it was also not bad that I did a few years strict like a computer. It teach me discipline. Yeah. So how would you, uh, how would you say that your macros are? Like, what are your, like, if you could simplify it down, like, what are your macros and, like, your food choices looking like now? Not even this much protein. I don't even have that super much protein every day. Mm. Yeah. And it's salads during the day and then in the evening eat some bullshit, bro. That's what I do also. <laughs> it's like I would almost, like, I would just keep it low in the daytime. And in the evening, I eat a lot. So I enjoy myself in the evenings and stuff. That's what I do. Or like Damn. when I was with my girlfriend, I would just we just keep it easy on the daytime. And then for dinner, we go for a buffet where we have a really big dinner and stuff. And then we just and I eat as much as I want and what I want. And then I go to bed. Actually, I don't go to bed because I didn't do another cardio session. Or it's like I do twice cardio a day. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's insane. Um, how do you... <laughs> But you must like at least monitor some sort of like your, your sodium and electrolytes when you're trying to film and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like how you mean that? Right? Do you? No? What do you mean by that? I don't know. Do you just like, like just pay attention to like your sodium and your electrolytes? Like maybe like, yeah, when you're like preparing to like film like videos and swipes, look a little drier or shredded? Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously then I just try to um, manage always or I would... There's always different days to record different things, you know. So, like, for this, if I wanted to record a back day that's really crispy and all this, you know, you have to know, okay, maybe next week I can do that, right? So, you have to prepare for this, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have that mindset as well. Whenever I like want to film, like, I kind of have this mindset going on that's like even kind of subconscious. I don't want to do it on purpose because it starts stressing me out too much now, but. I will like, you know, kind of carb, carb dealer just a little bit. And then like before the filming, I might like eat a little bit more carbs, you know, just a little bit. I'll no, no. not eat too much salt. What is the thing with me that you don't know because you never really see me? Like last five weeks, I was crazy shredded. Okay, I was really shredded. So now I'm in the US, first time I want to keep pushing, so I keep it a bit more tight. But also there's times when I'm just a bit more soft. 
But I just also didn't have maybe content from, I so took so much content that I can just feed this up. And that's why it gives this illusion of like, he's always so always. super shredded. Yeah. Actually like, man, no, many times I'm just like, okay, looking like, okay, shredded still, but just not like, like some videos are just really peeled, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is not always like this. And obviously, and then or like I repost stuff and I mix this all together, man. This is why I say since five years I look like this. And if I'm shirtless, you can't even tell if this is three, four years old. Yeah. It's the same with me for Instagram and TikTok. If you want to see what I normally look like, you go to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. YouTube shows me shows me every day. Well, yeah, there's all this good light and all this stuff. So yeah, I'm obviously knowing how I'm doing stuff, how to take my content. And so um, I mix it up, but I definitely also give myself some rest sometimes. Or it's mostly about day, day. This is about weekly. You can do this weekly, bro. You can say, I want to be ripped on the weekend. And on the, on the weekdays, I'm just kind of looking soft. And you kind of prepare this. But we can also do this in a more, um, um, what is it called? In a, in a more excessive way, because this is kind of like our job. Mm hmm. Right, this will be all we kind of we have time to focus on this. While some other people they already have, like I said, you have this all these responsibilities. You have a family, you have your wife, you have your kids, you have your job. And then now you want to focus on like how you eat because on the weekend you want to record videos. You can, but you understand it's much more difficult. Mm -hmm. It's like um if I can eat, sleep, and train bodybuilding, maybe then it's easier for me to do it correctly than if I have another five things as a responsibility to do. Mm -hmm. You get me? That's why I feel like that's again where the point teach yourself discipline. You are able to fix all these things at once or like you take care of all of these things yourself. Yeah. Gotcha. If you don't mind me asking, I think, uh, obviously we don't have to talk about this, but I'm just kind of curious because I think you might've already talked about it in a video, uh, but, and it was probably, yeah. Uh, what is like the craziest thing that you've ever taken and like, how did you feel? What was like your response off of that? In terms of what, What's like steroids? Like PEDs, anything. Like the, 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 the worst thing I've took ever. Or like the craziest thing I've took. Yeah. I mean, the the craziest thing I've ever taken, this was one time like 700 trend a week. Oh, when did you do that? Like, um, when was it? Like 2015 or something? Damn. It was 100 prop, 100 trend daily. And I was transforming into a fucking oak, bro. Like I had like Holy 105 shit. kilograms. That's what people also don't understand. 2015, I was probably the biggest ever, bro. I was like 110 kilograms. And like I was much bigger and stuff. And then I went off, right, for one and a half years and all this. And I kind of actually really downsized. And I kind yeah. of like, and then it's always just like a tiny bit, like the, like a spawn, like a tiny bit bigger, a tiny bit smaller, like depending on what I'm doing right now. But actually, yeah, I was also always kind of losing muscle yeah obviously with all this dieting and not taking this much steroids and never really giving yourself much of a break or bulking i lost size over the time yeah, yeah. like now with i believe now since i did this last time when i did the competition i uh, took some more stuff again and i believe this helped me again just to look more bigger now because i'm quick responding for example yeah 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 i agree i experienced that just now for the first time and it was insane bro because you know we've been cutting for like the last three plus years i finally started my bulk right and i've been at 170 to 173 for four years mm -hmm. lifting the same weight my my pr is still the same as it was in squats last four years ago it's 405 for eight haven't gotten any stronger whatsoever but now now that i bulked for about Eight, eight, nine weeks so far, I went up from 170, 173-ish 
to 180 pounds. And oh, okay. I have my abs are they haven't changed very much. Like my body fat percentage is still pretty close to the same. That's why so it's also probably that's good like mind blowing to me. Having a coach helps you a bit because you always have different opinions about yourself. You know how the thing how you think you should be eating. Like yeah, you study yourself, but also trusting someone that can take care of this part because it also helps you to have less stress and focus on this. Mm-hmm. You get me? So that's what I feel like a coach is good for. People like they 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 make your life more easy. I think I think a coach is just so amazing to have because you really need that third pair of eyes, especially when you're going on that competition. Mm, yeah. Like you don't need the extra stress and cortisol of worrying about all those decisions. There's a such there there is a thing such as decision fatigue, and to remove that from your protocol while you're competing is going to be super valuable. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Coaching is is a it, like I say, just makes your life more easy. Yeah. That's what you should focus on. That's why I just, when I did my last competition myself, a lot of stress on my head, bro. Yeah. was not that easy. Mm-hmm. Man, and also a lot of pressure on me, bro. Right. No, I feel that as well. Like you have to perform people expecting you, like you were having this pro physique and then you can't win the show and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I did never say I'm this good bodybuilder. I'm not, they never said I'm this good physique dude. Like, I look good. I know it is okay. Obviously, it must be somehow okay. There's a few million people follow me. So maybe my physique must be somehow good, but is it like, there's always a, there's a tattoo artist, for example, bro. And he's the best tattoo artist in the world, but he sits there in Honolulu on his fucking island in his wooden thing and he's just tattooing people and this is the best tattoo artist in the world. He doesn't go to competitions. And then there's other people there on these competitions and this guy is officially with the medal, the best guy in the world. But actually, this guy sits in Honolulu and have never competed is actually the best guy, but no one knows. You get me? Yeah. So just like, um, just because you have a good uh, physique doesn't mean you necessarily then on stage have what an athlete has to have. Because there's also a judge's eye of like, what is in an IFBB, for example, federation, depending on what are these guys looking for? Mm-hmm. Right, and then they have certain values and points, and that's how they judge you. And maybe if, if let's say, I put you there, and I'm like, "Wow, very beautiful body," but maybe in the perspective of an athlete performing on this exact kind of category in, in competition, it doesn't fit that way. But you still have a really attainable body. From people would love to look like you, yeah. But you just still there's a guy that looks at an, in a judge's eye, just nicer for this kind of competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very subjective. I do think, though, you, you got a pretty fucking phenomenal physique and you uh, sell yourself short, bro. Yeah, I, I don't know. I give, don't you give do. myself much credit, bro. I personally want to see you on the classic physique stage, just saying. Maybe. I want to see that fucking double buy and quad and vacuum combo. Yeah, savage. yeah. If, if I decide to just take the next step and do a really good bulk and like I, I say if I just ever go like and I use some insulin a bit bro then I will do it okay <laughs> okay okay but, but, but. Uh, okay so audience has some questions if you're interested yeah yeah a lot of people want to ask you some questions so are you ever gonna are you considering ever returning to Germany at one point in your life probably not <laughs> maybe when I'm old man and this is so far in the future that I didn't consider this yet no hmm okay interesting that's kind of how I feel about going home. <laughs> I don't really have any interest in Right now, home. there's nothing in Except Germany for, for me that I can like 
like stay there for a longer period of time and kind of grow, I believe at least. Mm-hmm. Or like I just enjoy uh, tropical weather more, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like I like yeah. kind of Asia and I like these, the people and all this, you know, this is depending on like your lifestyle that you live in all this, what you want from your life. And I just in like, it, since all these things happen in the world and also in Germany, it's just kind of different, you know, people are different also. It's just like, I feel like it's, people are just not that friendly to each other, just, 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 just like that, mm-hmm. you know, like, so, um, then I'd rather stay in a place where I'm just, you know, you always want to be somewhere where you're appreciated, right? Yeah. Or like also where you feel good. And then you say, oh, people would say, oh my God, there's only gray soup outside and it's always dark and it's kind of depressing here. Yeah, but if I have the, if I have the opportunity, like if I can go away from this in a nicer place, then I will. That's okay. how I see it. And I don't even see like I'm here or there now stuck. I'm just going there where I think it's good right now. Okay, gotcha. Do you have do you have a family still around? Uh I have like my family still around you. They are all in Germany though. They're all in Germany. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I see. Let's see what else. There's some funny questions in here. <laughs> what would be the people want to know? <laughs> uh I I'm probably not gonna ask some of these. One of them is funny though. I'm just gonna say, how do you get so huge while also maintaining a functioning cock? Ah, yeah, this is the thing, bro. Like, let's say when you are dieting always, it can be really easy. But let's say natural, I wouldn't be able to pull it off. Yeah, but as I'm always, um, it it's it's not only about this, it's also about estrogen, prolactin, and testosterone and all these things. And like, for example, omega-3, I believe highly in and all these things Same. with uh, with a functioning uh, downstairs. That is, you know, honestly, bro, I tell you straight up, I didn't want to take supplements for muscles, hard ones, because I have a very pretty looking girlfriend. And like I need to do something, you know, like I need to be able to perform there too. <laughs> so I said like, okay, I'm using my TRT and then everything is properly set up and all this works good. So I don't want to mess with it. I don't even want to take one fucking Anava tablet now here and there because this might disturb my hormone levels again. This mm-hmm. disturbs my routine for this. Yeah. And I'm always, I'm telling you guys just now, this is such a, this is the biggest topic. We could even talk about this, this libido thing. The older you get, the more it will just be about this. Trust me, when you're like, I'm Thailand there and there's all these older men also, the 15, 60, and they come to Thailand, you know, like what they do there sometimes when they go out and party and there's these ladies. Uh, Yeah. So for them, it's also very important. And I always I hear this and I try I want to help people with this. Like, yeah, it cannot be. No, you cannot suffer from low libido, bro. This is not good. Then you need to go do more blood works. And also you can people they would they have somehow they have either noticed estrogen or they have like super high estrogen. And then they would be like, oh, somehow it's not working good. It's like, did you check also maybe prolactin is high in all these exactly. things? Like you need yep. to keep this very this is the most three right. most important ones. Test estrogen prolactin. Right. For like this uh, sex drive kind of an SHBG also. So there's so and so many variables that you have to be on mm. top of the game. But there's also one more thing that you can get, bruh. This is Johembein HCL from Huge Supplements. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good fat burner. And I always recommend this to everyone, bro. In a diet, in a calorie deficit, this supplement will wake you up good. Yeah. And you can use that. It it's will help very, for sure. Yeah. I, I agree with definitely checking your blood work, not taking anything too crazy to really 
make those crazy changes in your hormones because that's definitely going to probably cause some issues. Uh, no, no, just uh, there's a lot of people. Look at people that, for example, if you compete and you would be taking Tren or whatever you take, Winstrel, I don't know what you take, you know, you mess something up really bad, for example. And, and that's what you just don't want to do. Also, if you have different sources of gear, for example, now you have this brand, then you have that brand. That's why it's not good. You want to have the same brand, good carrier oil. You want to know exactly what's going on, man. Yeah, quality. Quality is, is a huge thing. People and, don't realize just how bad the quality is out there. They really don't. And yep. for everyone that is really shredded as a natural, you can talk shit all fucking day, bro. I just don't believe you. This guy downstairs doesn't work good. When you're super peeled as a natty, there's no fucking good sex drive. It's just not there. And everyone that now sell you the coaching, they say, in my coaching, it's different. I will show you to get so shredded and still function 100% good. Like, no. <laughs> At a certain body fat as a natty, you just, no. Would you agree <laughs> with me? Yeah, I would agree with you. Would. Or let's say at least it's like, I can talk back about these natty days, like when I then went off roids, right? And I stopped completely for one and a half years. And then I was really pushing the diet and stuff. Like for me, I swear, I had to eat my fats. If I didn't eat my fats. You have to eat enough fats. That, that killed it for me, bro. Mm -hmm. Fats been really important for me. Right. And some people will need significantly more fats than others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find like people with, I think people with darker skin tend to seem to respond better to fats and not such high carbs versus uh, people like with lighter skin, they tend to respond better with a higher carb diet, mm. which is also why, you know, you see them being hard gainers and they need to eat so many carbs to gain weight. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I agree with the, the whole blood work thing as well. Like there's a lot of people who don't even realize, like you take, for example, Deca or Trend with like smoking weed, for example, you're going to have a recipe for a lot of prolactin increase. And if your prolactin increase goes that high, but your estrogen yeah. isn't following and stuff, yeah. Gonna have a recipe for disaster with your your hormones. You and are your now with this, drive. all this. You can plug this also real quick. Say there's a, there's services these days that can help you with this. Right, you can get your blood work done and you can go to some TRT clinic. Yeah, or yeah. If it's not, it doesn't need to prescribe your fucking test. Right. It's just like I want to be healthy, and I'm actually really fortunate that over there in, in Thailand, man, I can. I did the lab is like five minutes from me. I go there real quick. I say, hey nurse, take this blood real quick, and I just want to know now my test. You know, I did so many tests, like I did a test on day when I take it, then three days after, five days after, seven days after. It's like, I want to see my estrogen. How is it doing? I take an AI. I don't take an AI. I, I inject every day. I inject five, uh, every five days. I inject every 10 days. What is my, what is my levels doing? I did everything, bro. Like over like six, eight months, I was checking all the time. And I just tried to find a pattern that is like the best for me. Mm. And then I, I found it out. So, but this is like... If you des uh, decide to take something, you have to be aware that this is probably also something if you want to be doing it smart and good and professional, you should do it this way. Like go with some clinic that can help you to do this. Otherwise, you are just again like uh, cooking something up at home and this is not good. And then people having like crazy acne and all these things. You see all these cases online. Get <laughs> something up at home. <laughs> <laughs> like these days they tell you like, buy this product, this 10 ml of something, but you take it once a week. And that's all they tell you. They don't talk about PCT and all these things. That's why, like I said, the problem with the fitness industry right now is that it's just too open about these things. And people are too easy now to say, like, oh, yeah, it's not a big deal anymore to take that. Oh, you can just jump yeah. on it. It's like, why not? These mm -hmm. guys are all doing it. It's super accepted now. I can just do it. It's like, no. <laughs> I mean, like, this is all I'm always, I don't take painkillers. I don't take any tablets, really, bro. Like, I don't, I'm not this guy that 
put stuff easy in his body, I always be a bit careful because like maybe this is not so good for you long term mm -hmm. also, you know. Maybe you will suffer some other side effects. Like I said, genetics also brings it down. Some have cancer, some not. There's so and so many things these days. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like chemistry, chemistry, be careful. If it's plant-based, whatever the fuck it is, maybe it's a mushroom here, we'll get you tripping. But <laughs> plant-based things can never be this strong as chemical stuff. You know, chemicals, they kill people also. And if you take decide to take chemicals, then be really careful what you take. That's also <laughs> my take on all these mm -hmm. things. Like I said, because it's too easy to access all this stuff. I go online, and it comes to my doorstep. Mm -hmm. And I can just take it. That's why you now in 2023 all see all these crazy people. Bro, I'm living in Thailand. Can you imagine that all these, um, uh, like some people there, they decide to want to be a woman and some want to be a man and then they take all these hormones also. Why not? Mm -hmm. It's also widely accepted. So you understand? So it's nowadays easy to be more accepted to do whatever with your body, what you kind of want to do. But it's still not accepted to claim nerdy and not be. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like, that's why I really like Transcendation Tea is because they have a lot of wellness specialists and I know there's a lot of people there that this is really a whole, like it's, it's a, it's a whole another world out there. So I know there's a lot of knowledge, like too much knowledge for a lot of people to research. So that's why it's definitely helpful to at least get yourself to like an nature tea clinic like that, that has some specialists that will actually help you through your blood work parameters. Yeah. Well, even if you take one to help you read it, that's mm -hmm. a good thing already because many times people take, my doctor in Germany is one guy, he doesn't, he doesn't even know. When I was back in the days having super low tests, like I had like 200 tests and like already six months off cycle and just didn't really come back and stuff in a test. And it's like, mm, I'm not too educated in this, you know. I'm like, what can I do? Like, I don't know either, you know, I'm not too educated in this. It's like, yeah, but you would want to have specialists around you that can immediately also take action because guess what? Maybe I was suffering for like six months because also my hormones didn't work well. That is a big point also. Like if your hormones are out of, in, in, in whack, you maybe react different. Be fucking angry on trend. Like, I don't know, man. People that are, people died for competitions and destroy relationships and stuff. You heard about these things, right? This is where road rage can be real and all this stuff. So yeah. you, you need to have these hormones in check. Otherwise, you might be also affected in your brain and it turns mm -hmm. into a kind of different person. And the crazy thing is some people will respond good to it. Some people will respond, okay, like I've got a good friend that responds really well to a lot of things, but... Um, then you might have someone else who like you just take this much and yeah. just snaps. Yeah. So just really be aware of your own body. Yep. Uh, what makes oh how do you deal with body comp fluctuations throughout the year while being a public figure? No, yeah, this is um, what I've been just now explaining before. Now I do a bit more cardio. I try to um, when I'm in public and places where people can see me a lot. Like yeah, I, I try to stay in really good shape. Because as I'm also not using any kind of like hardcore drugs and I keep tracking my blood work. And so I, there's people that are just really skinny, let's say, and are super shredded and they don't really train. And they're also healthy. So just because I'm shredded doesn't necessarily mean I'm so unhealthy. Mm -hmm. It would be maybe super unhealthy if I take a lot of gear that makes my, like my organs and stuff suffer from this. But beside that, I don't think I'm so unhealthy in what I do. So I always go up and down. Like I just mentioned before, I have phases where I look three, four weeks more soft and then I look a bit more dry. And I just, it's online, you have to understand that it's, it's an image that you keep up about yourself. What I'm showing you is what I want you to see. 
And now I can flip and twist this picture around as much as I can or I want to, you understand? That's why also we're living in such a fake world because people say they eat duck eggs all the time and they don't. <laughs> so just because you see them eating them every day doesn't mean they've really been eating them every day, right? So that's why like, if you see me shredded nonstop, doesn't mean I'm so super shredded all the fucking time. Yeah. But I deal with it just how I deal with it. Fucking cardio. That's how you do it. Nice. Just cardio. Cardio. Not cardio necessary, just activity, bro. Dancing. For me, cardio, dancing. Just walking from here 20 minutes to the gym. That's cardio already. You understand? Like, just playing tennis with your friends, that's cardio. Like, everything, physical activity that is, like, longer than 20 minutes. Get a girlfriend. Get a girlfriend and smash her. But lasts longer than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Not very much cardio. <laughs> if you do it five times a day, bro, it's the... Oh, 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 sex drive. Um, not the cure for everything, but a little HCG in Cialis does does, yeah. does some wonders, though. I don't know HCG, though, because I've never really um, had real good HCG in Thailand. So let's say there's also... Why do you need PharmaGrade? Yeah, yeah. You need the PharmaGrade one. That stuff is nice. Yep. <laughs> and it really nice. also works, right? It really works, these things. The loads are crazy. There's, the thing is more that for me, if I do this also, like I'm so easy sensitive with estrogen, you know, I would have my protocol with the HCG and this is very low dose. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, but yeah, you can take 1500 once mm. and then do a weekend. Well, if I, if I were you, if you're, if you're sensitive to estrogen, just take HCG three times a week instead of twice a week. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then I can probably like give recommendations later. It's, it's on my phone written somewhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What are your favorite, Blake Nicholas asks, what are your favorite things about life in Thailand that are different from the USA? As I've just been here now since a week, it's a bit difficult to tell what is the difference <laughs> from here to Thailand. What, what I, what I enjoy so much, I enjoy much. It's very easy. It's very easy, just and friendly people and just like, no peace of mind. Easy. Yeah. That's what is the most important for me. It's like I have everything that I want within a doorstep. I go outside, there's a 7-Eleven. There's a family mart. There's some supermarket. Then one minute away is a restaurant. There's a sauna place in the next street. There are restaurants, there are massage places. Two minutes away is my gym. There's a big grocery store. Like I don't know what you do on a daily basis, but that helps me a lot to be also very productive. I just go outside, go to the gym, take videos, go home, edit. Then I go eat somewhere in a restaurant, boom, then I'm home. That's then nice. I go there, then I'm home, then I go for a walk, then I'm home. That's nice. So I have this kind of convenience to be like quick mm. and effective around while in another cities, for example, also in Dubai, I leave the house and I'm out. I'm coming back home in the evening probably. I need to bring everything now. I have to put it in the car whatsoever and then, and, and then I drive from here to there, then we go eat there, then I do this. And then there's a lot of time is also lost on the road. A lot of traveling. Yep, a lot of traveling and... Um, Actually, I like to stay home a lot. That's why I also want to have home always near me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of why I moved here is because now that it's just six minutes from zoo where I shoot all my content and go to the gym, it's just so convenient now. I didn't know. Because otherwise, you know, for people in LA, you know, you're driving like an hour as a commute on yeah. average. And scientifically, commute and travel tends to be one of the biggest stressors in people's lives. Also, like for us, as we are content creators, right, this is our main kind of profession. I always moved near to the gym. Like, that's what I did in Thailand. Boom, I go next to this gym muscle factory there, right? It's like I always locate myself or like put myself into a place where it's the easiest to keep doing what I do without having much 
travel because nowadays traffic is just a big factor, man. And like, yeah, you want to cut as many factors out to be as productive as possible. Because maybe like how I do it, I get done three times more work than you while you're just on the road for three hours. And like, sadly, we're not there yet with autonomous Tesla. Don't say that. that. Don't say that. <laughs> we never know, yeah. But just saying like, I like this part, like that it's easy and convenient for me like this. Yeah, that's it's super cool. <laughs> Joe's literally just like five minute walk away right now. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know. Nile lives just literally next to me. And when I just got here, then I also just realized that Zoo is just next to here. And that's really important. Like you have to make yourself a really good setup for whatever you do in your job, in your life, in your work and all these things. Make something that works for you, that it's easy to get things done. Yeah. Because ultimately it only counts if you got it done, bro. Okay, let's do one last question. Uh, True Aaron asks, "Is he? are you on any hair loss prevention? No, but this is a funny point because people was like, back in the days I bought your coaching because you have such good hair, nice hair, long hair. And I'm like, I don't know, I guess uh, <laughs> keeping uh, for me also DHT and checking all these things, you know? Yeah. This is a point, I, that's what I also don't really fuck around with DHT inhibitors, uh, like uh, stuff that um, ups it. And other than that, I didn't have, I'm, I'm a blonde guy, but I don't have much hair either way anyway, you know, like, so I have a high hairline, but I have no, not ever done anything to prevent hair loss, actually. And the funny thing is I kept taking pictures since like 2015 of me, like wiping my hair back and taking it from the side so I, so I can kind of track mm -hmm. if there would be like hair loss. And in the last 10 years or so, like there's, well, like, like last eight years, there's probably like tiny, tiny bit, just so little. Hmm. But I'm just genetics again. Yeah. It's just genetics again. Vigorous Steve said the same thing for him. Yeah. He just has his hair even through everything that he's on. It's yeah. just there. It's nice. He just shaves his head. Yeah. His, yeah, yeah. yeah. I unfortunately experience hair loss, but I have a whole a whole protocol, I, like more plates. I believe that this hair loss stuff is also more to people with darker hair. No, oh, interesting. It's maybe wrong, but this is also like you can laser hair when they are dark. I, as a blonde dude, can't really laser my hair because they say the white hair doesn't, the laser doesn't destroy it and stuff. Or like if you see these uh, um, like Persian people, they also have very strong hair growth right on their back and arms mm -hmm. and everywhere and body. Or like they will always say the hair will fall out here and then it will drop everywhere else. Mm -hmm. That's when you get the body. I don't know if it's true or not, but because I, I don't experience that. No, I have not much hair growth at all. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that's why I wish I would have uh, more beard though. That's all. But on the other side, if I would have more beard, I would have probably have more hair on my legs. And all these people always ask me about my legs. If I shaved my legs, never shaved. I almost didn't really shave myself properly, like for the competition that I did also. Oh, no, no way. You didn't shave? Not really. Oh, that's nice. So it pays to be Asian yeah, too. Yeah, man. Also, yeah, you see. <laughs> it all has benefits, bro. All right, bro. Well, Gotta cut it short, but thank you so much for being on the podcast, man. That was really dope. That was it literally just flew by. Yeah, thank you for having me. Also, I think we covered a lot of really cool topics, things that people will really appreciate us saying. And maybe that also helped a lot of people in their life um to maybe get a vision of understanding that it's really important to study yourself, find out who you are, and try different shit. And don't be afraid and don't give a fuck about other people's opinion. Also, this is the most important. Keep doing your thing. But just be respectful. Yeah. Good good shit. Is there anything that you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Anything Co that you want to code promote? Low. 
Kojo. <laughs> no, just Kojo. kidding. Uh, yeah, anything. Uh, I don't know. Um, there's nothing really that I want to plug. I'm just uh, yeah. grateful that I'm here, that I have the opportunity to do the podcast and go around now a bit. And finally in the US, first time here, and I just want to make the most out of it and experience it the most that I can. And um, that's, 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 that's me, my statement to say, like, but ultimately, keep pumping pleasure. Yeah, let's go. Keep going, Spartans. All right. Thanks for being on the pod, Joe. This is Joe Statics. Joe Statics on Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, everything. So Joe Statics. And then if you uh, also feel like you need to check your blood work or anything like that, um, symptoms of low T, I do suggest going to an HRT clinic. My HRT clinic is bodybuilding friendly that I use. And that's Trends in HRT. That link will be in the description below as well. Um, and they have a host of different wellness specialists as well as, of course, everything that you would expect from HRC, just as testosterone, PCTs, and clomiphene and HCG, um, peptides, uh, more in uh, BBC, TV, One, one so. last thing, maybe this is a good final. What you hear with all this stuff is like, accept that it's sometimes good to get help. Let yourself get helped also, you know? We are somehow, we think we can do everything by ourselves, but it's always good to have specialists or someone that's better than us in whatever we do and just let them help you. You know, people have been there, people made mistakes, people have done, suffered and accomplished great things in life. And it's always good to let people who are like maybe more educated, smarter and whatever you do, let them help you also. Let someone guide you if you can. Well and said. That's a, that's a good finisher. Well said, bro. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys. Peace. Your amigos and chicas, of course. All right. Brazo.